This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on the global automotive industry. Sales of new cars and trucks in the U.S. market fell 2% last month, which dragged the SAR down to 16.6 million units, compared to a SAR of 17.1 million the year before. Amongst the full-line manufacturers, General Motors, Toyota, and Nissan all had a tough month, especially Nissan. But Ford had a great month, while Fiat Chrysler and Honda posted gains as well. Even though GM and Ford no longer post monthly sales numbers, Wards provides a good estimate of what they sold. It was a really tough month for many luxury and premium brands. Mercedes-Benz saw its sales drop nearly 14%, BMW was down over 6%, Lexus and Infiniti fell 3%, and Audi dropped 2%. But Porsche and Jaguar Land Rover both posted double-digit gains. Cadillac and Lincoln and Acura also had good months. And the most impressive of all was Tesla, which outsold every luxury and premium brand in the market except for Mercedes. And that is an astonishing accomplishment. Last week, we talked about how the supplier ZF is asking employees for ideas to improve the company. Audi has a similar program and says suggestions from its workers helped it save nearly 110 million euros last year. Employees submitted over 25,000 ideas, and the company implemented about 13,500 of them. Some are simple, like creating a new ordering system that significantly reduced the amount of paint needed to paint a car, saving 280,000 euros. Another idea eliminates the need to put additional barcode stickers on parts, by improving the barcode reading technology. That helped save 21,000 euros. And at one of its body shops, employees came up with an idea that reduces the amount of residue produced during soldering, which means they no longer have to clean parts by hand. These savings don't just go into Audi's pockets. The company returned 8 million euros in bonuses to its employees for their ideas. Still to come, Brexit forces Nissan to cancel plans to build an SUV in Britain. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by ExxonMobil. Dogs are a big part of Subaru's identity, so much so that every vehicle it makes has to be able to fit a dog crate in the trunk. It is literally a design spec. And now Ford is taking a similar approach with the new Focus Wagon. Engineers worked to fit the largest possible crate it could, which required a number of modifications. The foam layer of the roof liner was compressed, the hinge screws on the hatch were altered, and the trunk opening had to be reshaped as well. It results, as Ford claims, in the ability to comfortably carry an Irish Wolfhound the world's tallest breed of dog. The Focus Wagon is on sale now in Europe. The possibility of Brexit continues to impact the automotive industry. Nissan has scrapped plans to build its new X-Trail SUV in Britain, in part because the region's possible departure from the European Union has made it hard for the automaker to plan for the future. Nissan also says the move will help it optimize its investments in Europe, and it will instead make the SUV exclusively in Japan. Coming up next, 
GM's former head of design shares which one of his designs he'd like to have back. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. Ed Welburn, the former head of GM Design, helped create some of the company's most iconic vehicles. But there's also some designs he wishes he could have back. He was our guest on last week's Autoline After Hours, and he talked about one of his biggest styling regrets. The... 1988 Cutlass Supreme, the W, the W cars, and um, Cutlass Supreme has sold so strong, generation after generation. You know, at one point, it sold 500,000 units in one year. I want to say a million. You know, and, and, well, I'm just thinking of the Supreme, but there's so many variants right. of it. But... So when, it, when we did the W car, total, is this, it, this it right here? No, that's the generation before. That was still a very strong selling car. Yeah. Eight, 88 is when the front drive, transverse front drive, uh, mid-sized cars were done. It had that and real different back backlight. It's very rounded, and yeah, and the glass attempted to be a wraparound glass or glass-to-glass roofline. The challenge, I mean, and the edict was to really push hard. Remember, you had Audi 5000, came out very arrow look, followed by the Taurus, and there had been a lot of concept cars from Pininfarina and from GM and, and Chrysler of these very arrow rounded, a lot of people call them jelly bean cars, mm-hmm. and Roger Smith really wanted us to push hard. And there was a concept the GM head that was down at Epcot, it's called Aero 2000. He said it should be as advanced as that car. So we started sketching, and I was one of the designers in the studio sketching, and, and, I, and I wanted the sketches to be that advanced. It really kind of leapfrogged everything. It just went too far, too far. The interior didn't go far enough. It was like, like a the previous generation interior. The exterior went too far, and I don't think we were prepared. Yeah, there it is. Oh, with, I, with me, in with fact. You, uh, <laughs> so I can't, can't say I wasn't there. Um, you know, and that's really, that particular car, the pace car, is probably the best it ever looked, but most of them that are on the street had smaller wheels, and, and they weren't two-toned, and I just think it led the market too far. Ed shares a lot more insight into his time at GM Design, and you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website or catch it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.